A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're down. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but like 20 pounds. Yeah, 20 freaking pounds. Guys, 20. Now, everyone's going to say, how'd you do it? What'd you do? Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Hey, guys, I'm hoping this sound is okay. I can't find my headphones and that's in a car, but we're doing what we have to do. It's, um, it, yeah, I'm sitting in a car and it, you know, for any of you moms out there, you know that to get a spot at a school pickup without going like half an hour before, before is like impossible, which is ridiculous. And I guess what they do is they do what I'm doing right now. They sit in their cars and they work because I see them on calls and I'm like, I guess there's no difference, especially during the pandemic, if I'm taking my calls from home or the car. If you were to walk without TJ having a broken leg, how long would it take you if he had normal legs? Oh, I think to walk, it would probably, if he had normal legs, maybe like 15, maybe, yeah, 15 minutes there. Okay. Do you think you'll get back to that? Uh, for spring, I would love that. Like, even it's just so so hard to coming to park because the snowbanks are so big in the city, guys. And if you have snowbanks on both sides and you have parking on one side for trucks to get by, it's like it's almost impossible during pickup and drop off. Like, it's it's just it's an accident waiting to happen. But you kind of don't really you don't really have an option. But no, and I think that my you know eventually, hopefully, they walk on their own. But um, mm. but TJ's got to learn how to walk. What? The reason I ask is because apparently they have found in the pandemic that commuting of any sort from one place to the next for more than like a few minutes does something like to your body emotionally and mentally. Now they're in school, not in work. So that makes sense. But Max's teacher, when she worked in the basement, would go for a walk in the morning like she was going to work and then go right down to where she would go to work for the day. And she said that all the experts said, you know, when you decompress after something and you have like a transition of a day, not from your bedroom to like downstairs or like the things, it resets your mood. 
Right. I mean, yeah, that's outdoors. That's the advice we give everyone, right? Um, my that. gosh, they have been spending so much time outside. When I pick up my kids, are your kids soaked through mm-hmm. to their clothes? Mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't bother them. Like, I feel kind of bad when I'm driving by and I see all the kids playing outside. Like, I guess I don't have really well waterproof stuff, but they, I, when I took him, picked up TJ to go to physio for his broken leg yesterday, he was soaked through. And the physio was like, why is he soaking wet? I'm like, he's soaked. They played outside all day long. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think, you know, I think it must be also really nice for the teachers, like, as long as it's not freezing to get the kids out more than ever if these days. Too. I was a teacher, they would live outside. I know. And there are some teachers that value outside more, right? Like my neighbor loves outdoors, right? She'd keep them outdoors all the time when she was a teacher. Mm. Which one? My neighbor. And she's still a teacher? No. My the lady who lives on the other side of my wall. Oh, I was thinking of the one in Chloe's class. No, no. Um, but anyways, guys, we uh we just had a team call and you know, we're just I had a really nice um, podcast review in our DM. And she wrote to us, she's like, you know, I'm new here. And I listened to your podcast, you know, you guys talk about it. And I started to listen to it. And I want to let you know your conversations about your children. I can't afford the teen and tween group right now. But your conversations about how you parent has helped me so much. And I feel like I'm not alone. And you've made me see my kids differently. And I was like, I don't even think we talk about our kids that much, but holy cow, that's so amazing. I felt that way. You know, it's funny. I would think if, if I were to go back and like, say, if someone were to say, what's this podcast about? I would not say that it is about being a mom or parenting at all, but it is inevitable what happens with a mother. And she should not be ashamed that if you have children, they are one of the main themes of your life. So if we were to do a podcast three days a week and not mention our kids, I guess that would be that would be kind of strange. And the fact that we incorporate like motherhood just into our world all the time, you know, we work from home. So we're like, we're just in between pickups and drop-offs. It's a natural thing that we don't even have to think about. And talking about the way that we are with our kids is just, it's just something that naturally comes about. I have to tell you this weekend. Um, I have one who, huh, let me try to put this nicely. Who, You know, you don't know each age they go through different phases, okay? Mm -hmm. And you don't know your, no one knows your kids like you do and how people see your kids is different than how you know them, okay? So my one kid, I won't name names, my one child who has a lot of energy that nobody gets to see but me because it's like she's, but it's like they save it for me. When I said, you know, it's really, it's, it's like, it's like she's in a cage and I and she's locked in. And there's certain things that that make her feel uncaged. I think school's a really big one. But I when I told someone, when I told someone about this, they were like, I could never imagine that child being like that. Now I'm hoping it's a phase where we grow out into a person who becomes she'll be the uncaged girl. I'm, I'm, I, I can feel the energy of her cage and I'm like, I, she would just, you know, I think in school because she's so silent yeah. and so quiet, she has so much to say and so much to talk about, but doesn't. So she comes home and it's like, it feels like finger paint. 
Does that make sense? Like, it feels like I'm finger painted every night. I feel like it's not a brush stroke. It's like she takes me and is like, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know when she's a teenager, she would, she would, she'll have a few, I mean, she's always had a few safe friends that she can do it with, you know, or she can just like let loose. But, you know, the part of her that's hidden underneath there is the most charming, really the most charming part about her. Like, you know, she's, she's, you know, there's just so many qualities that she is that other people don't get to see yet. I guarantee they will surface. And what's funny is that what I feel like a lot of people that sometimes are um, kind of like, you know, she keeps a lot of her thoughts and everything that's going inside of her head. When she speaks out loud, she says a lot of funny shit. That's because she's taken time to marinate with her thoughts and her words because she hasn't been talking out loud. So when she talks, like she's got some good ones. She told me we, we, we go for a walk every night and there's a school where people hang out all the time, okay? And if, Natalie, you should just roll by on a Friday or Saturday night around 7 or 8 p.m., you would just have the best time of your life, okay? So there's all these kids hanging out in groups. They all, I don't know what they're doing. Do they wear masks? Some do, some don't. Okay. They just self-proclaimed, just so you know, I will have my own life when I'm 14 years old, and I will have a curfew, and I will not come home. She told you that. Amazing. Oh God, I hope she gets that. She goes, I will have, I will, I will, don't, don't expect me to be home. I'm not going to do it next year. She's like, but just be prepared. When I'm like 14, I'll be here. Like do it. I will be with people and I will like literally, and she's like, I probably have a boyfriend too. Just want to let you know. She can see her future. You know, it's so funny. Like she's visualizing her future. The other thing about kids that's so weird is that, you know, two of mine, um, one of mine, uh, I think we've, I don't know if we told the story on here, but she got all these letters where people are supposed to write things about them. And everybody wrote, first thing that they wrote about my daughter was that she was funny. And I read these things and I was like, that's the last thing that I know of you is to be funny. You know, Taylor is actually more, more like adventurous as like a person in front of like her peers sort of you know and uh in front of us it's just you know but that's what I mean I'm waiting to see the people they become not the people we grow them to be you know what I mean I'm ready I'm ready for the person she did have me she had me laughing though that she has her life planned out in her head she's like I'm gonna be here I'm gonna be doing this with people and I was like she was talking about I was watching her TikToks. I love to go on her, like her account. And she's like, oh yeah. I go, she has a boyfriend. Cause I remember this girl from grade five and the girl's now in grade seven. And she's like, mom, everyone's got a boyfriend. I'm like, you're like your friend Taylor doesn't have a boyfriend. Well, that's the only grade seven I know. But Taylor's like, I freaking have five people in my class and the boys come up to my knees, mom. I know. I know. Well, she should go to that place and she would be, it's littered with everybody. So anyway, oh, I, I know that, you know, if you're in a parenting struggle right now, I think the point was it's really challenging to parent and know who your child is at the same time, because who they are with you is not who they are outside of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like they take the best selves of them once they walk out the door for the most part. But in the house, it's like, you know, Olivia said to me the other day, I'm, I'm not even going to stay down here. I'm always in trouble. And I'm like, dude, you're mad at me. I'm not mad at you. Let's like, let's rejig here. But in their heads, it's like when they're mad, it's actually you who's mad. And I'm like, no, I'm not mad. Oh it's gosh. you every, who's mad. Every time, every time. Why are you so mad? Why, why are you raging? <laughs> I'm like, 
you just started this conversation. I'm just replying to you in a normal voice. And their eyes are rolling and they're like bulging out of their head. And I'm like, I think I'm, you're fucking raging right now. Like, what are you, what are you talking? Like, I, it just made me think about the expert and how like they can't hear the way they sound. I just think to myself, she has absolutely no idea what she looks and sounds like right now. There's no chance. But in her opinion, I'm constantly mad and raging in oh. her opinion. And I'm like, I'm making dinner. I don't know what the issue. She's like, I'm going upstairs. You're always mad. Everyone's always mad at me. And I'm like, oh my God, deep breath. So, you know, the reason I, I bring this up for the teen and tween group, because I think a lot of moms sit there and there's moments in your child's upbringing. And it's often, I would say toddlerhood when they get sassy and then like tween teenhood where you feel really out of control. That's the only way I can say this is a total, like when you say to them, you know, get upstairs and they look at you and they're like, nah. And you're like, ah! like your toolbox is empty. And that's the reason we started, you know, the six to tween group, because SAS will start around six, five or six years but old. But honestly, the experts that like, if you feel any of the, of course you feel everything. If you have like young kids to teenagers, like every time we talk to an expert, it explains so much, you know, because these people have studied this forever you know and the things that they come up with make so much sense and I'm not just like someone who's just going to believe an expert because they're an expert you know it's like when what their parenting experts are so good at is talking about what the problem is and then the analysis of how they they work to handle it and overcome it or more importantly understand it you know and And that's why when I when I watch them go through the process of explaining I'm not I it is, it is bringing light to things that no- normally in the day-to-day you just don't consider. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. 
We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cat and nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cat and nat. And also, I, I think that it's so huge that, you know, when you have an ongoing conversation, so you can go, we have often have like once a week, we have an expert. So you hear the expert, you're like, that makes so much sense. And then you go back to your normal routines because you don't have people holding you accountable mm-hmm. to like the, that actual standard. So it's like in the moment, things might go better for a week, but then week three, you're like, what the hell? What? Like what happened? So when you have a group like Facebook group or like, you know, we send text messages and we send emails. And when you get those reminders, you're like, oh God, I'm not alone. And I think it's so important. Remember the reason toddlerhood and early childhood is feels less alone, if you will, in the parenting world is because it's acceptable to talk about behavior in a way that is not an extension or part of them because tantrums are normal. And when you can see that, you're like, oh, that's totally normal. When you get to older kids, you feel like their behaviors are so not normal because no one talks about it. So when you begin to talk about it and it's like classic textbook, like your child, if you're and my child both tell us we're raging when we're not even opening our mouth, think of all the moms that are sitting there being like, oh my God, that's what my child does too. Like that's fucked up when you really break that down. It is great. And that's what's so great about the group is that you go in there and you literally like, sometimes you're just at your wits and you're just like, I want to run away. I just want to lock myself in the bathroom. And then you get to pull up the teen and tween group and you get to sort of just put it out there. And then you will have a flood of people having a warm hug around you, letting you know that you are not alone and you're supported and together they can get through this and maybe they can pull up, you know, something that they've heard or something that they've learned and uh, it can be helpful to you. So we just wanted to make sure, especially after that, um, that testimonial that that beautiful thing what that beautiful beautiful message yeah that you know um we do have a place we here's the thing if cat and i find each other in a hole we find a place to fix it yeah and all yeah and having teenagers was one of those holes oh my god no they're not even teenagers yet natalie they're not even the teen they're not even teen i know and there's so many coming up come there's so many coming up behind the first two yeah, there's boys coming. That's going to be different than girls. Like they could be, so, be. They're going to take up so much space. I think of that often, actually, when I look around the kitchen and I see just our people. I'm like, oh, my, these children are going to be people. And that's a lot of people, you know, in, in a in a grown up switch of conversation. I I'm having Okay, help me out here, guys. I need your advice. I need your conversation. I need you to come to Instagram and tell me the answers to this. Why is Canada 
stopping life where the rest of the world is living with COVID, we are like, we are full stop. I'm, I'm really having, when I told people good moms, bad choices, I had a phone call with them today and they were on their air on their way to the airport to go to Denver from LA. And I said, if we get on a plane, we're not allowed to get on a plane. Like half of our airlines have stopped planes flying even within our country. No. So this is my sister-in-law. So she's like, okay, so obviously we live in the States. We're going to get a vaccine before you do. Great. We'd love to come to Canada, but here's the thing. First, I've got to get a COVID test. It's going to be negative. Of course it's going to be negative. It's going to be negative. So I get in your country. Do I want to come see you? First of all, I got to go quarantine in a hotel. And then you have to go quarantine somewhere else after that. Like, so you like I, basically, we're quarantine. never going to see you unless your your country changes its tune. Uh, more than ever, I'm feeling like very negative about like before I was like, we're doing great things. Now I'm like, this is the worst. This is the worst. You know what this my, my sister-in-law said after that? She goes, I, don't, I know Canadians are very polite. She's like, I understand that. But how are there not more people protesting this? No one is. <laughs> no. And she goes, does anyone go, I haven't heard of it. They're not covering it on the news. Like, you know, when they would like, when there was other, when people would be like not wear masks and they would cover it and cover it in the news. It's like, first of all, the non-mask wearing, they're giving it absolutely no coverage if people aren't wearing their masks. I mean, I know they're supposed to, but I'm just saying people protest. And if anybody is protesting what's going on here, which I have heard zero about, and there's always, there always can be media on Facebook or something like that. Or so it doesn't have to be the traditional media that would give it light. It's not happening. Nobody's protesting. Uh, Natalie, I'm like, and someone else, I don't know where I heard it was like, if you could just like, give us a timeline, like any timeline, like the restrictions are going to be because right now, if you guys don't know in Toronto, it's literally like this, maybe in March, and then they come on a March, like another month. And then they're like, maybe like, there's no, you have no resemblance if you're a business owner of what may be normal when it's like, Boris in the UK said like yesterday, like on June 21st, the world will resume like basically as we knew it. Right. So then they're call it, speaking to our government and they're like, why can't you, if he can give a date, why can't you give a date? They're like, we just can't give a date for that. We can't, we can't let you know when things will change. Cause we just don't know. How does Boris know? How'd they say that? When they say that? I was watching the news before we got on a call. And so everyone's like, what, what the hell is happening? And they're like, we, everyone, one reporter, I don't know. Everyone else isn't making a sound, but Boris is giving a date. No, we're doing nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And my kids are like, so do you, I'm like, I, I, I don't even know how people are fine with just, okay. The abyss of not knowing, like you and I could not technically not leave the perimeters of Toronto we could not get on a plane. We could not travel. We could not go anywhere. We could go nowhere, nowhere, nothing, yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel like, I, you know, what I, what I hope is that we're going to come out of nowhere, you know, like it's like a long, it's a, like a long distance cross country race and everyone's like running and, you know, someone's leading or whatever. And all of a sudden like Canada just sort of like throws the sprint in, they get, they chug the Red Bull, they get wings and they come to the forefront. Got to oh, it's like it. It's like a horse race. Yeah, it's exactly like a horse race. We're going to come out of nowhere and be like, where was that 
where was that horse? Oh, Canada was just being careful back here, but now that we know we're 100%, here we go. You know what my brother said to me? And what? I really didn't, I wanted to get mad at him for it. But, you know, he was oh, talking shit. about it. Now, do I have to hear this and get mad at you for hearing it from him, or do I call no, him up and get mad at him? He was like talking about tour, like, you know, how everyone's like, well, that's like your income and uh, well, you know, okay, all those things. Anyways, he goes, your your challenge now is how do you stay relevant until you can go back on tour? And I'm like, if we can't stay relevant until this is over, I mean, that's a here's fucking the, problem. Here's the thing, honey. Uh, being a mom during a p- pandemic is the most relevant thing that you can be. You know what I mean? I just looked at him and I'm like. What, what the fuck do you know about relevancy? You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm pretty sure everyone's still right. Like, I, what, like, I mean, where, where was I? I was dying. I was like, how, I like literally was like, screw you, you know, because I do feel like they're rapidly aging me in here, but so is everybody else. Everyone's aging with us. It's not like we're just like everyone else is carrying on and we're, you know, the only ones getting old over here. <laughs> so you should have, you should have baby. I know. You know, I was thinking, I was just seeing somebody recently who was, um, she, I did the math of when she had her baby. And then I guess she was, she was, um, 39. She had her baby and I was like, Oh, sorry. It was someone I knew from, sorry. Someone I knew from my past. I was like, she has a baby. I'm like, I could have a baby. Wouldn't be crazy. I could just get a baby. Why don't you do that? I'm a a bit of a wellness journey, not a like bulking up journey <laughs> you know natalie here's the thing the you were never it. smaller than after you had your third and fourth baby so yeah. oh so have a baby. yep it's true yeah no she baby. i mean the thing is is that i would not not want a girl i know you should be happy with whatever you get and i would not so the to the birthing and the thing is the thing is is that right when it would be like time to really hit it i'd either be like nine months pregnant or have a newborn baby Right. And, and I guess we talked about this drunk in a podcast and we decided that um, you were, you are bored right now, but you won't be bored soon. And that's a terrible reason to have a child. But if you had not started what we're doing, you'd have another baby, but it's too late because we've already started. So, and we're going on tours. You know what? Actually forget that. You got a dog that's done. So I don't know what's next. You should get oh, something though. Nice. I mean, your fish oh, is my- still alive. You're doing a great job with that. Maybe a new plant. I don't know. I don't know. That fish is not much water left. We have to clean that tonight. And guys, just so you know, my test has gone to get neutered or spayed? Spayed. Spayed. She's going to get, she's getting spayed. She's, do you think she's spayed now? They said they call me after. So I don't think she's spayed now, but oh, you know, that was, that was a trauma that I wasn't prepared for, you know, like when we were, I was driving there and, and then we got there and she was shaking and I was like, I'm handing over my baby to just go get cut open. Like, it's not, I, I don't I have to laugh because you're like the new mom who's like, you just had a baby, but everyone does it all the time. Like, it's like something like they do like three a day and it's like, you're like, this is not natural. Yeah. This, this, I mean, better than the period. You're going to never have to worry about that again. Oh, what was that? The like 18 day period. And then when she got stung by a freaking bee and her face blew up like a movie. Yeah. You <laughs> pissed on my bed a couple nights ago. Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, no, you're fine. She's going to be fine. She's going to like, she it's, it's bad to become a neutral. It's like, like you go between like not a dog person. Now everyone's like, you're a dog person. And you're like, yeah, I know. You've become a dog person, like, overthinking the spade. 
Oh my God. It was so sad. I was actually thinking about how non-dramatic I am compared to like people who like their dog is their only baby and like to take them to be spayed must be so much harder than it was for me. Wait till you put them down. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Shit, fuck. You know what? I'm not, I'm not putting that dog down. You know, um, I'm just gonna, I think I'm going to give the dog to one of my kids when they like move out. So I don't have to deal with the, like the end years. I know. It's I am so a dog. sad to watch a cute little thing that was a puppy get old and have like bad hips and walk slowly and not be able to control its bowels. Like, oh. No. I know. So yeah, you have, you're in for life, babe. Good luck with that. I don't know about, I didn't, I mean, I don't, are we better for, anyways, I remember this woman, remember I told you, she's like, I got a dog and she's like, I wish I'd done it earlier. Just like, it's so great for my family. I'm like, Tess is cute, but have we, has it changed our lives? I mean, I guess each kid would have to be interviewed individually. Well, we could ask them that question. My dog's about to come home from the groomers and she's going to look like a chicken, a scrawny little chicken. Now, listen, you guys have not signed up to this podcast to to our dogs, but you know, if you have a dog, some people are dog people. I love that for you. That's really exciting. But um, <laughs> we were on a team call and we really did miss a big giant part of our conversation, which is tickets are supposed to go on sale in a week. For a tour, I think it's mid March. Um, yeah, so, so let's let's put out. Really? I'll, I'll put a, a text to the team about that. Like, I really, really I want the final countdown. And what? And what are we gonna like? What? What are we gonna? What are we gonna yep, call? Yep, yep. What are we gonna I like? Mean, you guys want to help us? We love the idea of the jailbreak tour. We also like the reunion tour. I do like um, the reunion tour because it's like a lot of people together. Yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, reunion's kind of a little bit more be more like appropriate <laughs> than jailbreak. Inappropriate. I mean it's more appropriate than jailbreak. I know. And jailbreak I don't- is funnier, but reunion is lovelier. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
guys, you know, when we talk about tour and like all of the things that we talk about are so out of our hands. Like it's like when people are like, did you cancel the show? Did you not cancel the show? You know, for like shows coming up and stuff. When I tell you, Oh my God, do you know what I have in front of me? Our 2017 schedule, 2018 schedule, 2019. We We sure did, babe. Do you want to know where we went? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm lying. You're a good liar. Well, it it says tour, but it's LA, New York, Miami. Those must have been conferences, to be honest with you. Yeah, that was like travel. Um, but when we talk about like where we're going, I guys, I I you're I, everyone seems to have their own little city and their own little answers to to who's vaccinated. I got a DM last night in in Instagram saying that CT wherever that is, I'm assuming Connecticut should be totally vaccinated by the end of March. But does that mean they let us in? I don't know. Guess what? I was watching like uh, I think it was like Ellen last night or something. And she was interviewing someone and they were saying um, that they're doing all these like comedy shows in wherever they live, which I don't remember where that was, but yeah, they're like, we're doing, we're doing venues. Like we're, we're doing comedy venues. Like now, now he's like, that's what we're doing with our time right now. Yeah. With Australia. Not Australia. It was the United States. And they're allowed to put a piece of theater guy together. You guy just walked by and he kind of like, looked at me but he was with the girls right in front of him but he like looked at me and I was like well like I want to look at you too but I have bad highlights and so but he was like he looks like underneath his jacket he's probably got a good body just by the way that he walks but he's definitely okay, with that now. girl maybe he's oh, not okay. with that girl what sorry what'd you say okay Natalie um I think I think there's another question that we we could really tackle here before we we go any further you're down I don't know if you want to talk about it but like 20 yeah, pounds yeah, 20 freaking pounds. Guys, 20. Now, everyone's going to say, how'd you do it? What'd you do? You were working out. Are you? Let's give them an update on the WW journey and what what made you finally click to like okay. commit so hard. Okay, let's okay. let's do this. is a very so I've exciting. Been trying, I've been trying to commit to something, you know, for a, a, a while. And, you know, I've done WW um, in the past. I had lost when I was like 25, I lost 25 pounds. And on WW, it was the easiest way for me to eat everything that I wanted, but continue to um, enjoy myself, especially when I was 25. So I was going out and partying. I was saving my points for drinks. Like, um, wait, I can't hear you. Can't hear you. It's, so it's the vet. It's the vet calling. Okay. Side note. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story while we wait for Nat until she comes back about her massive, you know, change in life. Is that um, there's a coyote problem in our city right now, which means coyotes are coming in the backyards, taking dogs, and then the dogs vanish. They're in the parks. They're like walking down streets. They're like literally everywhere. So it's called like I guess they're um possibly mating or something i don't know they're like looking so they're not afraid of people they will walk right by you in the middle of daylight nelson i'm being dramatic story but if you were to go to like um the park you would see them on in the woods like 30 feet from you there's one video of walking in downtown toronto apparently someone saw them on my street in the middle of the road so you have to be really careful about your dog and especially little dogs so they're trying to figure out is it because of lockdown and people aren't moving as much? So coyotes feel, it's kind of a boring story. It's pretty fucking crazy though, no? Everything okay? Perfect. 
So, so Tess, uh, that was Tess. She's basically her spade went well and she's doing great. And she only has to wear the comb for seven days. And there you go. Okay, perfect. uh, That's good news. So um, back to the wellness. So basically I always, I've always, um, for the past, like, I guess it's five years. I mean, I I thought maybe it was four years. I don't know. I've been trying to commit to lose a chunk of, um, a chunk of weight that's been sort of holding me back from feeling comfortable in my clothes, comfortable in movement and comfortable just like keeping up with life. So, um, in January, I just decided like enough is enough and I'm going to try again. And I'm going to, I tried, I started on, um, one of the different, they have a different colors on WW now. So I started on one color, then I switched back to blue. Um, and just totally committing by, you know, tracking the food and getting some movement. 10,000 steps a day is the goal. If I don't reach the goal, I don't beat myself up about it. If I don't reach the goal, I do not beat myself up about it. How often are you reaching the goal? Well, for, for the first, I guess for the first six weeks, it was 10,000 or more a day. Yeah. And in the past two weeks, it's probably been like some days it's 5,000. Sometimes it's 8,000 just because, you know, kids are getting back to school. I mean, I don't know. They just got back to school yesterday. I don't know what my excuse is. I don't know what my reasons are. You know, some days I just feel like, you know, being outside and walking. And then some days I don't. And um, the other thing is, is that with WW, it's like, it's all, it's a, it's a, it's a wellness. So it's all over. So now they do things like you're tracking water, you're tracking sleep, you're tracking all these things. So you feel like you're you're taking care of every part of you. So down 20 pounds, still want to lose at least 15 so that I can wear a pair of jeans with comfort. Literally as a person, I look like, I look at everybody who wears jeans and in my mind, I'm just like, I don't understand how you can wear jeans, like how they're comfortable. Um, although I have spent time in my life wearing jeans where I was comfortable. Um, it's just, um, I got to be at a comfortable weight to wear jeans for it to be comfortable for me. So the journey okay, continues. That was the vet for me, by the way. Um, next, she's ready, but I'll go. And when you go, my next question for you is like, So for three years, you tried, okay? Like, yes, we did WW. We've been doing WW just as like a a wellness um, lifestyle. And I think that everyone, I don't, do you know what clicks for you to make you stay consistent and to make you- so funny. Somebody asked me that last week and I said, I wish, I wish I could tell you what it was. I really wish I could tell you what it was that got me committed. I've been committed in my life before to like, eating healthy and stuff. And then I fall off the wagon. Why this time was different. I actually don't know. That's so freaking hard. Cause everyone wants a reason, right? Everyone yeah. wants like, why? I mean, if I had to hypothesize, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I say to myself, I'm just so sick of thinking about like clothes and being uncomfortable. And I feel like it takes up a space in my brain that could be otherwise used for much, much better things. Um, things like fun, things like creativity, things like ideas, things like parenting, like all of that stuff. And I was kind of tired of the chunk of my brain that was being used up with just being annoyed with trying, trying to, you know, lose it so I could feel comfortable. And, um, the only thing I could hypothesize for this time was a little bit of that. And then also like pandemic was very gluttonous in the, in the beginning, as far as drinking and eating, there was just like, it was like, everything was an excuse to order another meal or to drink another bottle. And I guess when you really indulge really hardcore for like a good eight months, I mean, what, almost a year, you know, 12, 11, 10, maybe nine months, you kind of get to the point where you're like, I mean, is another, another bottle of wine and another onion ring is going to taste different than the last one? You know, drinking, how much are you drinking? And like, I mean, because I know that people are a lot of the DMs were like, what? 
you if you can do it i can do it but oh, like trust me yes i mean i'm a big drinker i like um i like to drink <laughs> i like to drink wine i'm a I, i'm a big drunker i, I mean I'm, i mean i'm just like i'm being honest i'm a pretty big drinker right no i love listen people need the no, honesty because right? so many yeah you you sure are Okay, thank you. I thought so. So um, I like to drink. Molly, you're a good drinker. Like you, yeah. you don't get angry. You don't no. get like, you know, you don't get like drunk. You don't. Right. Like, I don't forget how to walk. I don't like. Yeah. So basically, though, I could drink wine every single day. And when I'm talking about and people are like, oh, I have a glass of wine, too. I'm like, no, like I need I had a few glasses. Like if I had a glass of wine at around dinner time and I'm going to go watch TV for the next two hours, going to drink wine with my TV, you know, like I'm not going to just be yeah. like, oh, that was good. So, I mean, Bachelor is so much better with wine. I watched without wine last night. <laughs> I know. So now I, I trust just, that's how I feel. The one thing that drinking does do to me, though, is that when I drink, the next day I crave more food. Hmm. And more food that's not healthy. Like, I don't want to crunch on lettuce a day, like, after drinking. Huh. So there's That's something it. about that, you know, when people are like, I crave McDonald's after I like a night out and all that, like I crave more food to be satisfied. So it's a vicious cycle, really. So now, you know, I'll definitely, I mean, for the first like six weeks, I didn't, I didn't really drink except for late night live. And now I'm letting myself like, I'm letting myself have fun on the weekends. I think, I, for, but you had to get, here's the thing, guys, if you are like, I, you know, there's such a weird, we would tell nobody to lose weight. We would never say lose weight. You have to lose weight. What I will say, though, if you want to lose weight and you you start and then it goes slowly, sometimes it's like an, a recipe that you have to bake the entire time in order yep. for it to come together. You can't make half a batch of cookies yep. and then expect to cook. You can't forget the baking powder. You can't forget the flour and then be like, it didn't work out. And you have to wait for the full cooking time in order for them to, to cook. So if yep. you're on something... You have to look at inches. You have to look at like, you have to look at so much more than just the weight. Cause I think some people do it a month and they're like, nothing happened. Like, even for me, someone, I stopped getting on a scale for a very important reason. Cause I think my body's changing without the number changing. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. stronger, I can run farther, like so much more. You've never, been, you've never been a big scale person. I think because I'm not, I don't have enough to lose to see a big enough difference to be right. motivated by a scale. So right. if you have motivation technique and it's a scale, you're fucked because if it doesn't move, it's really frustrating. Where if Where you said goal, the scale is amazing for me because it basically it tells me that I'm, um, I mean, I know the scale is not everything. I mean, I can, t you can tell, you can tell in your clothes too, but like for me, it, it, it lets me know that I've, what I've done over the past week was working. Totally. So I, I just, I think that you really have to give yourself time and sometimes it's months. It's not... Oh. It isn't, it isn't like four weeks. It's not to, and if you can switch your mentality to like, a, it's so cheesy, but like a lifestyle versus a diet because yeah. diets involve something short term where, a, and if you, if you begin to change your lifestyle, then you can incorporate wine back into it. Then Absolutely. But you and have you know, and you know what, when you cut out a lot of bad things, I know that you guys have heard this before, but it's very true. You cut out a lot of things, sorry, not bad things. When you cut out a lot of like greasy, um, salty and alcohol, when you cut in a lot of, in like a lot of sugar, you, you, the foods, you start to enjoy 
other foods for the way that they taste. Like 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 cat's bowl, like the roasted vegetable bowl. Those roasted vegetables taste good. I mean, if you were going to go douse them in salt and dressing and and then put some fried zucchini on top, it would taste amazing. But once you take that stuff out, you really start to appreciate the ingredients for kind of like what they are and that quality food like really will fill you up. It totally Totally. Oh, and that's the beautiful thing about freaking is about when you actually begin to focus on fueling yourself, not starving yourself, not trying to fit into something. If you just like let it go and go, okay, I'm going to make small changes. I'm going to make a little bit of movement and I'm going to eat a little bit better. And then sometimes the little tiny snowball grows and grows and grows into a bigger snowball where you can make big changes. Like what, how hardcore Nat went versus how hard I could never go. They're just two different ways to do things. And you have to find what works for you. Like I will Mm -hmm. always be, you could cut sugar out of me for a month. I will still crave sugar. I don't care who you say you are. I will still do it. So you got to find what works for you. Now, my deck guy is here. My fence guy, apparently he just showed up in my DMs. I love that. I just DM people and then I find work through DM. This is like a dating site for workmen. It's crazy. I look at their hashtags. If you are a business entrepreneur, hashtag your shit because that is how I find half the people to contract my house. You know yes. what I mean? That worked. Yeah. There's like yeah. four people who hashtag Toronto fences. Well, oh my gosh, there's only four of them? Literally, they're the same people who hashtag them. That's amazing. I'm not Genius. sure the fence people have a big Instagram oomph. You know what I mean? Like it's probably not their priority. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's the smart ones, you know? Um, all right, guys. So this has been a lot. It's a very helpful podcast. We stayed completely on the rails. And um, we- yeah, it was good. It was, you know, sometimes we have to. We can't just be off the rails. We gave a lot of insightful information. Yep. And, um, you know, give give five stars to this podcast. <laughs> Share it with someone who needs to hear it. Uh, subscribe to it. So the next time that you, well, a new one comes out, which is three days a week, you'll be sure to not miss it. Um, it's three yeah. days a week. And make sure that if you have any questions for us that we're not answering here, uh, send a DM um, and uh, Lindsay will ask come you to record to Instagram. it. Come to Instagram and we'll link all the shit for you. Oh God, here he comes. He's got a flannel jacket on and a hat and he's walking up my driveway. with How old is he? I don't know. I'm going to go tell you. I could show you on Instagram. Okay. Oh my God. I hope he's cute. Bye. I'll be over a lot. I'm going to get